0: This is Zombie Chickens Podcast, where two heads are better than one, even if they're undead. My name is Marnay. And my name is Megan. And this week we are traveling down the rocky road of irrational fears. So uh, last week we spoke about rational fears, this is uh, this week is about irrational fears. Yes so just to give you a quick recap fear is it's a primal response to something in order threatening, mm, yeah. anything threatening as in the case of you know spiders water um and in some cases snakes snakes <laughs> yes snakes. snakes yeah definitely snakes So when we look at irrational fear, it's a persistent or abnormal and irrational fear of a specific thing or situation that compels one to avoid it, despite the awareness and reassurance that it is not dangerous. Many people who suffer from this type of fear realize that their level of fear is excessive. Individuals who suffer from this type of fear often do not know why they have it, but they have trouble dealing with it so that's just basically and i found it very difficult to actually find any um good articles about irrational fears because yeah. it is irrational yeah
1: there's no explanation for it it's just that's the reason why and anyone can have different types of fears mm. you get your like the common irrational fears that mm. a lot of people have but you get those that some people just have That's very excessive Um, that's very very excessive excessive as well as i also feel like irrational fears tend to veer more towards the phobia
0: Mm, categories rather than it's 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 absolutely a phobia yeah it's absolutely a phobia but um i'll start with my one i don't know if you want to guess please don't read my notes (laughs) i won't i can't i can't read sideways (laughs) (laughs) but chorophobia. fear of coral no Fear of Clowns. Phobia of Clowns. Oh. <laughs> so I found this very interesting website. I'm not going to give the people's name. They would give their the phobia and they would write something about it. But okay. this person just wrote one sentence. It, it, the link will be in the description if you want to go check it out. Um, so the, what the person wrote about clown phobia is season four of American Horror Story. Enough said. <laughs> Which is fucking true. Really true. It's so, so scary. that it, I would say with all the American horror stories I've watched, that one was the scariest one because I myself don't like clowns. I, I don't have a phobia against them. I just, I just don't feel, like them. I just I don't feel trust uncomfortable. Them. I don't trust them. So I tried to look up how you can get a phobia with clowns. So with scary movies, there's a connection between scary clowns in media and people being intently Afraid of them. Viewing too many scary movies with clowns at an impressionable age can have a lasting impact. Even if it was just once at a friend's sleepover. Hmm. Yeah. So obviously a lot of times what they talk about irrational fears is dramatic experiences. Which you will find with most with, with most instances. But I find that with a lot of them it's not the case. I mean I have a lot of irrational fears where uh, there's no trauma experience yeah. that causes it. So that's what the thing that I find interesting about irrational fears. But um, what they say about clowns is having, a, having an experience that involves a clown where you were paralyzed with terror or were unable to escape the situation could be classified as a traumatic experience. Your brain and body would be wired from the point on to flee any situation involving clowns. I quite like this last sentence they have here. While it isn't always the case, it's possible that your phobia may be tied to traumas in your life, and it is important to discuss this as a possible cause with a trusted therapist or family member. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> uh, and the other one that they have here, is, it's a learned phobia. We also spoke about this with a previous, pod- previous episode where I spoke about Lightning and thunder, where I think it's it's something if, learned because yeah. um, also, one, we didn't grow up in an area where we get a lot of thunder and lightning, and two, it's also, it's a sort of like a cultural thing where you mm. believe, you know, it's superstitious beliefs. Exactly, yeah. exactly. What they just say is, it's it's a little less common, but it's equally possible that you may have learned your fear of clans from a loved one or trusted authority figure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Imagine you had like a great aunt that used to wear like really badly applied red lipstick. <laughs> and she had like
0: red cried cheeks. cried a lot. Was <laughs> that, Is
1: that um, an IT crowd episode? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, <laughs> the Joker
0: face um, chick where yes, she was crying. Yes. Oh my word. That was so funny. Yeah. But yeah, that was my um, first one. So my first one
1: is mysophobia, which is, or misophobia myso- I think you say mysophobia.
0: I've heard of it, I've heard of it, I've heard of it.
1: M-Y-S-O-phobia. Mm. It is more known as a germophobe.
0: I was just about to yeah. say germophobia. Yeah, so mysophobia
1: or the fear of germs refers to an unhealthy fear of contamination. Hmm. It is normal and prudent to be concerned about issues such as cross-contamination of foods, exposure to bodily fluids of others, and maintaining good hygiene. However, if you have mysophobia, these normal concerns become overblown. The phobia tends to be quite common and affects people of all walks of life. Mysophobia is thought to be related to obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD, Uh, OCD OCD obsessions are repeated, persistent, and unwanted urges or images that cause distress or anxiety. These obsessions may intrude when you're trying to think of or do other things. So the obsessions often have themes to them such as a fear of contamination, a need to have things orderly or asymmetrical, mm. aggressive and horrific thoughts about harming yourself or others, unwanted thoughts including aggression or sexual or religious subjects, and then one of the most common symptoms of mysophobia is frequent hand washing. Also, mm. a common symptom of OCD. However, the motivation for hand-washing is different. People with OCD are compelled to relieve the distress they experience as a result of the non-completion of the act itself, while people with mysophobia are compelled to complete the act specifically to remove germs. The difference is subtle, but many people suffer from both conditions, so it is important to see a mental health professional proper diagnosis.
0: I just feel sort of sorry for... For these people in the current times we have now, it's exactly. COVID. I can't even imagine being in that state of mind and then living in the world currently where you know it's it's you basically can't go outside.
1: Yeah, they definitely a lot of people can't go outside, and I think um, also one of the things of if you were st- starting to sort of recover, mm. um, I think this whole situation might have procre- made it worse. Mm digressed you back to where you were Mm. Um, but there's a lot of people I know that not I know but I've heard of people that like have to go out in hazmat suits or they won't go out because they it's Mm. because it's basically the fear they they had in their mind it might be oh this that's why I'm afraid of germs Mm. so it sort of like tells them this is why I am the way I am because exactly. see what happened. Yes, in their it, ration, it, it, in their minds it's it, rational. They're,
0: yeah, they're rationalizing, and now because of what mm, happened, exactly. to this I feel absolutely sorry for them. But um, at number two, I have automaton automatonophobia. Automatonophobia.
1: Auto, auto. So either automatic or a
0: car. Yes and no, but it's a fear of mannequins.
1: Fear of mannequins. Oh, I've heard of...
0: Mm. I've heard of... I know people have a fear of mannequins. I don't have a fear of them. I just find them shifty. Really creepy. Like that video of... The... Oh my God. Oh my God. No, 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 no. I need to tell you this. I need yeah. to tell you this. I was in the shop once. And I accidentally walked into a mannequin. And I didn't see it was a mannequin. And I said, oh, sorry. And I looked at it's so, <laughs> so poor lady I walked into... It fucking mannequin
1: <laughs> i would have gotten a fr- more of a fright seeing it's a mannequin than
0: a- maybe it would be i don't like really piss myself a- <laughs> <laughs> but i need to tell you this as well again we were in the shops and i, I can't remember how old we were but my brother was with and mm-hmm. i was standing quite a little away, away from him and there was also a mannequin I saw him creeping up to the mannequin no. thinking it was me no. <laughs> and he got such a fright <laughs> when he's scared The mannequin, so it wasn't (laughs) me. He uh, scared himself with the mannequin. Oh, I'm crying. crying. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, my word. I laughed myself to death at that. Oh, my word. No, I was, when I
1: was younger as all, I think it was, I was probably still a teenager and um, I was in the shop with my grandmother and I was waiting for her and then I saw a lady walking with a trolley mm. and she bumped into a mannequin and I could see her say sorry to the mannequin
0: and kept on walking <laughs> and I just laughed it was so relatable <laughs> <laughs> oh lord Oh anyway yeah I don't like mannequins but the person wrote here I saw a Twilight Zone episode that I wasn't ready for <laughs> But um, in one study researchers found that the development of specific phobias may even be related to specific genes that also predispose people to increased anxiety disorders throughout their lifetime. There's actually an um, article about it, I tried to read it, it's too dense and I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. I, I think I should have saved it so I can put it in the description but go, go look for it. So my next one is glossophobia. Something to do with glasses.
1: <laughs> Glass. Gloss. glosso. Glossophobia. I'm guessing you say glosso. With the G, right? G L O S S O. Glosso, right? Glossophobia. No, no idea. Glossophobia is the medical term for the fear of public
0: speaking. Oh, that's a common one. Mm. It's a it's a relatively common one. I mean, and a lot of
1: people don't like
0: public speaking. Yeah, and
1: there's some statistics. It affects as many as 4 out of 10 Americans Hmm. in the world. In America. (laughs) And then, um, for those affected, speaking in front of a group can trigger feelings of discomfort and anxiety. With this can come uncontrollable trembling, sweating, and a racing heartbeat. You may also have an overwhelming urge to run out of the room or away from the situation that is causing you stress. I feel like I have this. A slight... Well, I, I, mean, I think it's just my anxiety, but <laughs> I think I have a slight... F- because I remember in high school when we had to do... Orals. Orals. Mm. I literally was trembling. My paper was shaking. You could just hear... As I was shaking. <laughs> no, I, it was seriously really, really bad. And then after high school, it was bad as well. Um, but I, I sort of could control it easier but i felt i was trembling and more anxious and then when people said no you sounded okay i was like are you sure because i felt like i didn't sound very i could hear the tremble in my voice that's why yeah i was that kid that went first yeah you fucking weirdo (laughs) anyway (coughs) anyway no So, glossophobia is a social phobia Mm. or social anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders go beyond occasional worrying or nervousness. They cause strong fears that are not of proportion to what you're experiencing or thinking about. I think it's probably then a part of my social anxiety, but anyway. Mm. Anxiety disorders often get worse over time, and they can
0: interfere with your ability to function under some circumstances. But, I mean, to be honest, how many times do you speak publicly? I mean, if you're in a job where you do, you know, a lot of, um, like, not webinars. True, that's Talks
1: with a a group of people, I mean. But if if you think about it, so the job I had, where I had to speak to one-on-one with a person for, like, at least an hour. Even after that, even if it's just one person, I could feel nervousness. Even after six years of doing it.
0: Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. I do have to say, though, I did get nervous at university because we had to give a proposal for our article that we need to yeah, write. Yeah, but I think that's more of like you don't want to do bad. Yeah, I guess, but um, because we did do a lot of um, I don't want to say it's public speaking, but you you talk a lot. Um, about your work in yeah. front of the whole class. I think... But mean the, the classes, we were like 15. I mean, that's uh, not a big yeah.
1: class. Yeah, See, even if it's people that I know and I've been with for a year or more, mm. I'll still
0: get nervous. You know, that's a social anxiety thing then.
1: When faced with having to give a presentation, many people experience the classic fight-or-flight response. This is the body's way of preparing to defend itself against perceived threats. But yeah, so I think it's... It's very part of my social anxiety. Definitely. Well, if it is a social anxiety type of thing, it might.
0: I think that the thing that bothers people most is, um, you know, being um, laughed at from the crowd.
1: Yeah, that's what they say the psychology behind it is. Mm. But I never think of that when it's never about, it's purely Mm. just because I do not want to do it. Mm. and if you I remember in high school we did we had to do the when we did the fashion show for our matric
0: oh god that
1: yeah and I actually got a panic attack before I had to go on
0: so I just yeah it, but that's in front of a, little, a large crowd yeah true but still it Jesus and here I was doing our oh. Stateford and plays and whatnot
1: uh, but yeah, so that's glossophobia. The mm. fear of public speaking.
0: Yeah, that one is a very, very common one. But um, yeah, this one. Um, so number three, um, I don't have a fear or phobia of this one. I just thought it was very interesting. Mm. Is escalophobia, which is the fear of escalators. Escalaphobia. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm thinking of Trevor Noah. Escalator. Oh, no, I don't watch Trevor <laughs> Noah. <can> watch Trevor Noah. <laughs> anyway this person wrote here, escalators, they're not stable. Oh, all those sharp edges, the fear of hair or shoelaces getting caught at the end. Those videos of escalators breaking and people falling down, it's not even irrational. Escalators are evil. Also Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But the fear of escalators often through, not always, related to another phobia. Pathmophobia or the fear of stairs and slopes often encompasses escalators as well. Pathmaphobia sufferers are afraid of simply being in the presence of a slope or a set of stairs, even if they are not expected to climb or descend. The constantly moving metal steps of an escalator could be even more terrifying. I think those yeah. two sort of Coincide, correlate. Yeah. But the, again, it's also towards, you know, the traumatic experience where you once as a child, I don't know, fell. very fell, or you saw Shoelaces got, got caught, caught, or you saw someone and therefore it started. It's yeah. just a very uneasy feeling when you give that first step. Yeah,
1: I never, yeah. I, the first step and the last step is always like. Yes, awkward. It's like so, an awkward yeah. Awkward I feel thing. like I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, is, uh, that, is that how you do it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> like i'm always doing it wrong it, it, also it's almost like you don't know how to walk all of a sudden yeah it's
1: like oh, Is this ooh, awkward
0: so, toing and froing yeah it's
1: as if you like lost the step in your rhythm <laughs> you're like oh oh, oh okay
0: <laughs> i know it's funny but yeah escalators well my next one is monophobia. Monophobia. One. One what?
1: Monophobia. Also known as autophobia, isolophobia, or eromophobia. E R E M O. Eromo. No, no idea. Monophobia is the fear of being isolated, lonely, or alone. Oh. As a phobia, this fear isn't necessarily a realistic one. Well, mm. talking about irrational fears. Mm. Though you may know that you are safe physically, you may still be afraid of strangers or intruders being unloved, having an emergency and no help, or experiencing other unexpected events without assistance. Experts believe that monophobia is part of a group of mental health conditions known as the agoraphobic cluster.
0: Oh,
1: Agoraphobia is an acute fear of being outside or in a strange place. There are varying degrees of monophobia. Some people need a specific companion with them, others need any person to be in the same room, and others require someone to be in the house. This phobia can manifest in a variety of ways, including fear of being separated from one particular person, fear of being home alone, fear of being in public alone, fear of feeling alone or isolated, fear of facing a dangerous situation alone, fear of living alone,
0: of a sense of loneliness or solitude so does it go with separation anxiety then probably especially i think if it's a specific person
1: i think it might so i think that's how it may start Hmm. and progress and progress might be Hmm. you never you never know what can trigger a person a person A person to start a specific phobia and mm. there's a lot of people you that they say phobias tend to start when you're at a younger age but mm. there is some
0: people that in
1: their later stage in life oh
0: god yes i've, I've developed quite a lot of weird <laughs> fears um which we will get to um at the end but i mean i don't have these fears as a kid and i don't know how i developed these i just i think it's so irrational yeah i just uh, It's, I think it also comes with age
1: with the sense of mortality and Mm. probably to do with
0: that. I don't know, I don't know. Mm.
1: But yeah, so that is monophobia.
0: Well, my next one is sort of like a zoophobia one, but it is the fear of sloths. (laughs) I just thought it was quite funny. They're so cute though. They're weird. They're they're shifty. That's why I like them. (laughs) Did you know Mm. that sloths... Only descend a tree to defecate. I remember that particular fact. And that's the only—that's the only—that's the only time they would climb down a tree is to yeah. defecate, and that's when they're at the most vulnerable because they. And standing. they only defecate once a week or once every two weeks. Okay, that I forgot. Once a week or once every two weeks sounds it's like a, one me. Of the, one <laughs> or the other. I, I don't know. It's fact of the day. Fact of the day. And obviously that. Um, the moss and the algae that grows, grows on them in is them. different from one another. It's the, just so weird. Yeah. They're such weird creatures. But that's why. Oh, any case. <laughs> I'd consider myself a rational person, so admitting I have an irrational fear is tough. However, sloths, a commonly adored animal friend, gave me the heebie jeebies. When I see pictures of pictures of tourists allowing sloths to hang around their necks, I cringe. I have not been close enough to a sloth, out of the fear of course, and to know for sure, nor have I had the bravery to spend time researching the creature to find out. But I imagine them to be greasy and (laughs) garbage-scented. I think the meme that circulated a few years ago, depicting a sloth whispering various inappropriate phrases into the innocent woman's ear, solidified my fear. Waking up in the middle of the night with a sloth's weird dagger-like nose and stringy arm wrapped around my neck with hot bitch <laughs> <college laughs> loved breath in my ear is where my nightmares are born. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, but this is so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing well, at this there's... because my my irrational fears are to be laughed at, but oh, But God. if you think about it, those claws do...
1: Look like they can cause a lot of damage.
0: It's good thing they're so slow. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Uh, yeah, no, that's very funny. Yeah. So um, my next one is electorophobia. A-L. A-L-E-K-T-O-R-O. Phobia.
0: Blood?
1: No. No. So electorophobia. ...is a rare condition characterized by an intense fear of
0: chickens. <laughs> okay, so it's chicken specifically. So, not birds, but chickens specifically. Chicken specifically. So,
1: okay. the word comes from the Greek words... elector, which means rooster... Mm. ...and phobo, which means fear. Mm. It is, it's considered a specific phobia... This refers to an irrational fear of a specific object, place, or situation. Mm. Oh, this is also, people with phobias usually understand that their fear is irrational, but they're unable to control the intense physical or psychological reaction.
0: Mm.
1: Certain things make some people more likely to develop this phobia. Mm. Risk factors include where you currently live or grew up, if yes. you live or grew up in a more rural area with lots of chickens, you're more likely to develop a few of them. Really?
0: Yes. Huh.
1: Your age. Specific phobias typically appear by age ten, but can occur later in life.
0: Yeah, oh, that we you know. And as mm. children
1: I think we're scared of the unknown, so things we if you see a chicken flap and create a lot of noise. Yeah, but you you can't compare you as a child to other people as a child.
0: No, but I'm trying to say <laughs> because um. I didn't really grow up with, with chickens as a child. There was chickens oh, on the you farm. Were, but you weren't like necessarily exposed to the chickens at all. My friend had a lot of chickens. And I know there was this one rooster that honestly didn't like me. That used to yeah. chase me, me around the yard. But I mean, I didn't develop a fear of them. Yeah, but some people just... So, yeah, uh, so I find it uh, interesting uh, though.
1: Yeah, look at all your other irrational fears. Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> Exactly.
1: And then a frightening experience. People who experienced or observed a traumatic event involving chickens are more likely to have electoral phobia. Your family history. If someone in your family has this phobia, you're also
0: more likely to have it. Mm. I wonder what's the, the fear of geese. Because I was bitten by one. I'm not afraid of them. I just don't like them. I, I don't know. But there's definitely, definitely one. No, there should be a fear for that yeah. one. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> So the last one I have here is cheirophobia which is the fear of string cheese. <laughs> what?
1: It's it's an actual thing. Then that person will definitely not like to like will, will want to be close to me cuz I fucking love string cheese.
0: So, well, I know you like cheese <laughs> in general. In general but whatever so this person wrote whatever what if a piece of chalk had the consistency of rubber i don't know and i'll never find out (laughs) like these one-liners that just absolutely (laughs) so funny but yes there's this um i read this article about this girl that um she was quite young yeah and she had a piece of string cheese when she started to eat it she started vomiting and that's how her fear oh,
1: started because now her body wants to react with oh I threw
0: up when I ate mm. this so and she can't she doesn't like looking at it shame she said that you know when she was in college her friends took like ten pieces of string cheese and hid it in that's in a so dorm. messed up I mean it's funny but it's it's, it's still not, messed up it's, it's still it's, that's fucked up. If you're if because you trying to imagine debilitating fear. Someone putting something like spiders yeah. in my room, I would be livid. Yeah. Even if it's plastic spiders.
1: Exactly. So it's a debilitating fear. If
0: mm. She said she found nine and she couldn't find a tenth one oh, and she just fuck. couldn't she just she she couldn't sleep for for a long time until she found it. That's so messed up, dude. At least at least tell her where everything is. Mm. But yeah, um, she yeah she doesn't like it at all.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, my next one is anthropophobia.
0: Anthropomorphic. So, is it the vegetable thing? No. Or food? Food anthropomorphic food. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> anthropophobia is the fear of people. Oh. The National Institute of Me- Mental Health does not use this term, but you s- if you search for the term social anxiety disorder, it will turn up. Oh. So, some researchers say it's the same as sociophobia or social phobia, a fear of social gatherings. Hmm. Other researchers say the fear goes deeper than that. If you have a sociophobia, you might feel comfortable in an, an- anonymous social setting, say, a random crowd of people with anthropophobia, you will likely feel just as anxious in that crowd as in any other social setting. You can feel a little anthropophobic or extremely so. If you have an extreme case, you you may find it hard to deal with even one person at a time, even a loved one. You may prefer to only converse with people electronically. Anthropophobia can even need you to quit work or school to avoid social situations. Anthropophobia will not allow you to fulfill your basic human need for connection with other people. It causes conflict in your brain. So, causes of anthropophobia. All phobias are often linked to trauma in a person's history. In some cases, just one extremely bad experience is enough to cause anthropophobia but often it comes from, comes about after a series of bad experiences. Betrayal from close loved ones can trigger this phobia. What begins as one betrayal can bring out about a larger trust, trust issue with a person. From there, you can grow into a complete fear of people and all social interactions. But anthropophobia can also stem from your adrenal glands not working properly. Oh! Hormones from your adrenal glands can help or hurt how you deal with stress. Thyroid and heart problems can also be the culprit in anxiety disorders in general. Sometimes there is a history of anxiety in a person's family. So some symptoms. People sometimes don't recognize early symptoms of anthropophobia. It can start with a person being unwilling to make eye contact with others and with worrying about being watched. Along with that, the person is likely anxious about the possibility of being judged. A clearer symptom is anticipatory anxiety. How a person stresses over an upcoming social event. You may end up experiencing stomach problems, sleeping disorders, and headaches as the date draws near. Panic attacks are also common. They can come about when an anthropophobic person does have to face other people. Yeah. So I, de- I definitely feel like I have a not necessarily a severe case but I definitely have part of anthropophobia because uh the I do experience the anxiety before a social event even if it's with friends hmm. if, especially if it's a if it's a last minute thing I sort of there's not enough time to build up the hmm. stress so in it's something that, for example, a birthday party that I know is going to happen in a month or a week. I'll mm. literally think of that a lot and mm. it will give me anxiety. Even though it might be with people I've known for 10 years, mm. I still get anxious. Mm. Which is so weird. And then I'll tell myself, why? Like, you know these mm. people. <laughs> why are you so anxious?
0: I think that's the problem with the brain as well. It just does what it wants. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, so I have phobia, which is the fear of cockroaches. Just saying it was making me cringe. Oh, God. And that's an irrational fear. Yeah, definitely, because they can't harm you. <laughs> they can't, they're, they're fucking th- creepy, but they can't harm you. Oh, Lord. This is so creepy. Oh. So, yeah, it's actually time to laugh at my weird uh, phobia. <laughs> phobias. Yes. But yes, I definitely have the fear of cockroaches i mean mm, there's so many cases that i can think of like there was this one time we were house sitting and we were brying. they flew a cockroach and it sat on me and i just died <laughs> oh my goodness i get creeped
1: out but i don't i oh. wouldn't say i'm i necessarily have the fear i'm just grossed out
0: like they're all And you know what's yeah. a weird thing they find us gross yeah uh they're but, uh, just so revolting <laughs>
1: okay so obviously that is a irrational fear cuz mm. obviously they can't do anything to you and do you say you don't know how you would have developed it throughout
0: no it might be a family history thing like i don't know my brother also fears cockroaches but i think it's because of me probably that might be probably cuz we once but we once saw this cockroach and he just pushed me in front of him like, <laughs> like shield me <laughs> and I bitch. literally grabbed him and pushed him in front of me, and there was this whole ball. And then all of a sudden, the cockroach came running at us, and we were like scattered. Oh my goodness. You guys are the worst together when it comes to freaking cockroaches and spiders. Oh, but there was one time, okay, that was quite mean, though. We were in the, uh, the kitchen, and I had a plastic spider. And I suddenly threw it on the ground, and I said, oh shit, a spider. He saw it, freaked out, and he literally teleported like three meters away. <laughs> I, just, I didn't see him move, he literally teleported three meters away. <laughs> <Shame>. And ran. <laughs> I wonder if his is more
1: because of your influence? I think it can be because there was
0: this one instance We were quite young, and um, he got, you know, the the skin of the spider. Mm. Now, for me, it looked like a spider, and he threw it on me, and I just couldn't get it off my trousers. So, what I did was I pulled my trousers (laughs) down and ran down the hall in my underwear.
1: I think it might be then that it's your. Because there's a bit of an age gap between you two. Exactly. He might have, like, picked it up.
0: Yeah. Definitely. But I mean, the fear of spiders is also a sort of irrational fear as well. Yours is irrational. Exactly. Because I fucking freak out with the smallest spider. Okay, depends on the size. There is, size does matter. Yeah, (laughs) size does matter. (laughs) I just, I I can't, just me thinking of spiders, even though I find them as a species very interesting. It's just, yeah. I can't look at images of spiders. I can't think of spiders. And I have this creeping feeling in my neck. I I can't. So I think it's past the... It's definitely a
1: phobia. You said in the previous episode that it is necessary... Not necessary, like... It's a fear, but it's not to the point of a phobia. Mm. I think it's very to the point
0: of a phobia. It definitely is. But I have to say it depends on... um, Situation... Exactly. Yeah. If it's far away, I think I'll be fine, but you know if it's in my face, I think I'll die. Yeah, true, but the coroner would we just will we'll just right <laughs> it she just died.
1: died. But there's the so say there would be a spider in the corner of the room. Would you consciously look
0: at the wall? I won't be able to go into the room.
1: But you see, well, you said it at a distance, so that's what I'm saying. So
0: if it's in the corner, I'll walk away. And I won't go into the room, and, and someone needs to remove it. But see, then it is—it is a phobia. Yeah, no, it's definitely a phobia. <laughs> it's the same with a cockroach as well. So cockroaches, oh. spiders, water—we've established. Yeah, because that's also irrational fear. It's a—it's a basic. F- it's a—it's a primal fear, but minds and uh, minds irrational. Yeah, because you had no. I can't swim. I can't swim. I just don't like swimming. Because of my fear.
1: I think it would have been more rational fear if you couldn't swim. Because someone who can't swim might develop the fear because they won't be able to know how to survive. I
0: I, I don't know. I think I... Well, first off, I learned how to swim quite late as well. I think I was about seven, six or seven when I started, when I actually learned how to swim. And it was at my friend's swimming pool and she taught me how to swim. so you um, didn't really have that confidence with the water no i didn't and i think i learned how to swim so i so i would know how to swim to save my life
1: basically to save your life to save my life so i I think having that it's
0: a fear of drowning because i mean it it is a primal thing but i mean it's not like i dream about drowning it's um it's more the thing of i mean i can't walk side of swimming pool you know that as well I can't I literally can't because of fear of being pushed in because that's happened to me so many times because people find it absolutely hilarious hilarious to see someone
1: find phobias so funny and then
0: just I mean I've done it myself to someone or people that I think it's it's quite silly being you know uh being afraid of a um gecko or a oh yeah it's it's funny. Yeah, true. It's funny. I've
1: given you a spider in a glass jar.
0: Jesus fuck, Mike, Megan, that but, was. Mm. But that's
1: when we just mm. met, so I didn't know the extent of your fear, though. And after that, I never did it again. No, I, you didn't. Because I never, I didn't understand your, the fear you had, and also I'm the one that always catches the spiders in the house. So, yeah. and also I don't know anyone. None of my family members have a fear of spiders. That's actually quite interesting. Not necessarily a fear of spiders, that we don't have a lot of people with irrational fears. Fears. There is like my mom now with getting older, she might not like heights anymore and mm. things like that. But never before that did you really have like a specific fear. Same with my dad. My dad fucking fears nothing. I think the world <laughs> I don't, I don't the, the world does. fears my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that man is no. <laughs> if he was a cat he probably used up 20 oh of God. his nine lives
0: <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> but yeah um coming back to fear of water i mean i can walk past the beach and i can be i don't like being deeper than knee deep but something they also say about people with the fear of water is um not being able to see the bottom of a pool yeah bottom of a dam but a, river whichever and yeah. it's true because this one time I will never forget it you know about this story mm. we went fishing and it was a hot day it was really a hot day and I just decided okay I'm just gonna go for a quick swim and it's with it's it's with it in a dam and I as I was walking in with my shoes, I started just swimming a bit out and just, you know, just floating. And my dad asked me, I think there's something behind you. And I said, what? There's nothing behind me. But I tried to see if I can stand. Yeah. And I couldn't with, you know, literally the water um, coming up to my nose. I couldn't feel the Any bottom. bottom. But at that moment, something swam between my legs. And I think I walked like Jesus on the water. <laughs> swimming back to that day oh I was oh goodness and I think from then on, I just decided no I I can't swim in anything that's murky yeah and even if it's a swimming pool even if it's a swimming pool I can't swim uh, when it's you know when your uh, chlorine is not your chlorine balance is not perfect so you'll have a murky swimming pool I can't but uh, since I've met you I've
1: never seen you in a swimming pool not just a swimming pool I've never seen you in water except for your feet in when we walk at the beach
0: i don't like it that's because and also i don't like the water in my face yeah i've tried trying to teach myself how to swim underneath water and i can't can't. i I literally can't i literally can't i've tried it with goggles Mm. i tried it with and with the um, snorkeling snorkel bit yeah i couldn't i wanted to learn how to snorkel so many times i can't I literally can't. Hmm. I can't even put my, just my face under the water. Not on. Not even with my ears in the water. Just my face. I can't. Yeah. I literally can't. Hmm.
1: So, okay. So it's, you have your, so it's three fears. Hmm. Is there something else? Oh, yeah. How many
0: others? <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you, you know said I'm as the... if it's like, you, you're, uh, yeah, I collect them, you know. <laughs> I'm a collectible. <laughs> okay. So my other one, you know about this one is, uh, I actually, I've never met someone else with this fear, mm-hmm. this irrational fear, but cleaning my ears with a Q tip oh. while standing in a room close to a door because I have this irrational fear that someone will open the door and within that knock my arm and I would burst my eardrum. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Because where we used to live, the the bathroom door opened inwards towards yeah. the bathroom door and towards the bathroom. I would always take a Q tip and open the door, and then I would clean my ears, <laughs> walking, out, walking out, walking <laughs> outside the bathroom. We, I, don't, I don't
1: remember you doing that. <laughs> Because it's my irrational I think, fear. I think the one time I asked you still, why are you doing this? And then you said, it's because I don't want someone to cl- the, open the door on my e- while I'm busy cleaning my e-. I'm like, what? what?
0: <laughs> and I have no... You know, traumatic experience where this happened. I have no... I've never seen it. I've never heard of anyone saying about it. It's just an irrational fear. And you know what's the funniest thing? Yeah. Every time... Because I I tend to clean my ears at night after I've showered. And Leslie would say this one time. I think he was on the bed and I was in the bathroom. I can't remember what situation it was. But he asked me, shouldn't you open the door? I said, you're you're the only person here. (laughs) And the door opens... To the outside not inwards, yeah. to the outside so i don't need so to
1: basically if it's the situation calls for it where you know there might be the danger that's when you have the fear but when i can't explain it yes
0: I think when the danger so. is in there then you don't exactly you don't, if the if i see you. the door opens inwards yes definitely i need yeah. to open the door and go outside to clean my ears but um if the door like ours at the flat closes from the uh, it opens to, to, ins- the outside, to the outside yeah it's fine because i Cause know there's no risk there's, there's a, is no risk yeah
1: but there okay. is that sort of
0: risk someone will bump into me so there is that slight you know, irrational in
1: your mind like ooh, ooh, ooh. you know exactly. that it's like a prickly someone will, in your... someone will walk in yeah uh, okay and <laughs> what's
0: your, your other collectible phobia oh uh boom gates <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I don't know why but I have this irrational fear of boom gates and you know what's the funniest thing I live in a, a sort of a it's an estate, state so you need to go to through boom, boom gates, gates every day, single time twice <laughs> but now uh, did this start when you started driving I don't know no I think it's before that so also with this fear I think I saw it in the movie and that's probably where it started. But also, it has happened (laughs) where you... (laughs) I forgot about that. What mall was it? It It was Canal Walk. Was it Canal Walk? Yes, it was Canal Walk. No, it was Tiger Valley. I feel like it was Tiger Valley. No, I think it was Canal Walk. It was definitely Canal Walk. So what happened was, um, there was a bit of traffic and... uh, I didn't realize how close the other car was um, on the other side of the boom so I put my ticket in to you know to open the gate so I can go through and then we realized we can't get out so we stood there and couldn't get out with our <laughs> ticket that was already in so the boom closed because so it's normally on timers yeah and we literally just got stuck then until the guy behind us put his ticket and so we quickly drove so we can get out and he can come you know with us and then the boom closed <laughs> on him
1: <laughs> oh my goodness
0: that was such a terrible experience <laughs> oh my word that must have been so stressful but every single time I drive, I drive through a boom, I need to drive very quickly. Yeah. Even Which though I know for a fact. It's time. It's, it feels. Uh, it's either a timer or sensor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, do tell me about your uh, irrational fears. So, I've thought of this a lot. Uh, but, uh, but I think your biggest problem is your paranoia i think it's definitely paranoia that creates
1: the fears but it's not necessary it's so it's so weird i know i definitely do have social anxiety there's no question about it i definitely do have social anxiety even if it might not be necessarily so severe but it comes and goes so uh, when i was younger it was a lot worse uh when i started working and i had to be in a social type of setting and i had to speak to people it, especially in the retail environment. retail environment it got better it was always there like i could always feel after i spoke to a customer or i spoke to a person i'll can feel the aftermath like my heart was still beating fast mm. or i'll be sort of short of breath that that type of thing but it it wasn't debilitating like i could handle it uh and then when with isolation it sort of progresses more mm. towards being similar to what it was when i was younger but not as bad it's still i i like i don't want to go to the shops like i i just do not want to be around people Mm-mm. and um no so it it's it's bad but it's manageable mm. if you know what i mean like i can still go out i can still force myself to go out and do it exactly. i'll just get some like anxious tendencies, like I'll start playing with my hands or I'll start scratching my head or I'll, I don't know. Ticks. Yeah, basically ticks. Well, yeah, not necessary, But yeah, I'll, I'll get like a sort of, what do you call it? Um, compulsion. Mm. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, but wearing masks in this world helps. And I wear a cap as well. So when I go out, I usually put my cap on with my mask and that helps. Because, like, I don't have to really interact interact with people. Mm. And also, when I go to the shops, I don't go... I go with someone. So, they do all the interactions. I mm. just tag along. Mm. So, that helps. And then, other times, it doesn't bother me at all. It's just... I know. You do get times where you
0: feel, I want to say, brave.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I, I, I know that I overthink things. Mm. And then, with, with overthinking it, it gets worse and worse and worse because obviously I build up my anxiety Mm. so same as when I get panic attacks it's because I build it up Mm. so I can I know when I'm gonna have a panic attack because I sort of it's as if I feel it
0: Mm. even though
1: I don't want to have a panic attack it's Mm. as if I feel it and it it gets worse and worse and worse and then Mm. but I can sort of get myself out of it I'll tell myself no Calm down Breathe Do this Concentrate on this And mm. like I sort of Get myself down from it mm. um, And then the other one would, Which I would say is a fear As well A phobia Maybe if It is a irrational fear And this is something I've had since childhood as well Is seeing someone in Outside the window mm, Because that happened No but I had the fear Before it happened oh. So I, it's, it's not necessarily just at night, but obviously at night it's scarier. Mm. I think it started because of my fucking dad, because he would, I would sit in, I used to never like care. I would sit in front of the window at night, maybe coloring in, in a book or drawing or whatever. And then my window would be open and then he'll stick his hand through the window or he'll knock on the window and like stare at me through the window. Mm because he's a freaking... Right. He, he's a freaking asshole
0: he, <laughs> he frightens you
1: yeah just do joker and he'll laugh his ass off and i'll be scared shitless and start crying he used to love making me cry by making me scared because he would he would find it so hilarious but anyway so i think it's sort of that because before that i wasn't scared of it mm. and then obviously progressively and it, it's it's not it never happened just once it happened mm. more than once and more than once And then I think which just implemented it into my brain was that time where it happened unexpectedly and it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a joke. It was someone was standing at the window. I think it's also the thing of sort of you... It takes you a second to realize realize what it is because Mm. you're like, that doesn't look right. Mm. Especially because you can see your own reflection as well. And you're like, that... That looks weird. Mm. And I think that's what made it so... But yeah, so I still have it. I still have that fear. I always fucking look outside. And always, I'm very paranoid. If I walk past the window, and for some fucking odd reason, I have this fear. And in most places I've lived, there is some sort of window or something that has not been covered by blinds or curtains why the fuck i don't know it's just it happens but so if look if i would see i'll get a fright from my reflection in the Mm. even though i know it's my reflection i'll still get that anxious feeling Mm. like i'll walk past and i'll see it in the corner of my eye and i'm realistically in my brain i tell myself that's you that's you don't worry Mm. i'll still get that anxious feeling and i can feel my heart Starting to beat faster, and then I'll be busy, and then I'll just subconsciously like look at the window the whole time. Mm. So, a lot of times, what I do is because it's the reason why it's because it's in the dark, so you can't really see it. So, I'll go and put on the backlight so I can actually see outside, and then I'll go do make my coffee so I can actually see it. But then I'll see like a corner of um shadow, and I'm like. What, is there something in that shadow? <laughs> and that's part of my paranoia. That's like, no, exactly. that's like like my paranoia is just making it progressively worse because my paranoia is saying to me, is that is is that something? Is that something? Is that something? Fucking it, uh, uh, oh, it breaks my mind. But yeah, so I think that is definitely a phobia, and there's probably a phobia like that, like seeing someone oh, no, I- through the outside the window. But yeah, so I think that's the only two that I can think of.
0: Hmm.
1: Definitely social anxiety as well as the, that weird phobia of seeming <laughs> seeing someone outside the window. But yeah, so I can't really think of anything else. I'm not really afraid of, I'm cautious of spiders. I'm not really afraid. I get grossed out by cockroaches, but I'm not really necessarily afraid. One can run across the floor and I'll not give a shit. But don't run on top of me. Mm. Do you get what I mean. <clears throat> but no, no, other no, no, than that, definitely
0: not a fear. Other than that, there's nothing
1: I can actually think of that I have like an irrational fear. I I always thought I was claustrophobic, but I I've been in tight spaces and then I'm sort of okay. I think it's just the idea of getting stuck in that space mm. that scares me. But I'm not really afraid of it. Like I can handle. I won't get I won't get a panic attack from being in mm. any small space. But other than that, I've always thought of something that might be irrational fear. But I can never think of anything else that I'm necessarily afraid of. Afraid of that freaks me out. Um, maybe. Books may- of having paranoia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Cars, maybe. Driving, driving—not necessarily just driving. Being in the car with someone else also scares me sometimes. Hmm. So, does it depend on the driver though? It does depend on the driver, uh, but not necessarily. Uh, it, it also comes and goes. I think I don't know if that's like my driving was definitely a debilitating fear,
0: hmm.
1: but driving in a with someone hmm. also weirdly enough, I've realized. I find it more I'm more fearful when I drive and someone is next to me. When I drive alone, I don't
0: have the fear. Then I'm fine. Yeah, I think it's because people tend to have the invisible uh break. Not just that yes, the invisible brake. Not just
1: that. I I feel like I it's sort of that Unconscious feeling of. I have someone else's life in my hand. Mm, like, you're responsible for someone else's life. Basically. Mm. In that aspect. Mm. Which I think that puts more fear in me. Mm. I do get scared. Very easily. When driving with someone else. Mm. Even if it's. Even if I trust the driver. I still get that anxious feeling of. And I think that's also why. I'm so observant when I'm in a car. Because I'm not i the only time would actually like fall asleep or sort of take my eyes off the road mm. is when I'm really, really comfortable. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I usually look at the same way on at the road as I would if I was driving. Mm. Like I also subconsciously I look to the side. <laughs> I, I, I do all the motions I would if I
0: was driving. Yeah, but you tend to do that as a driver itself, you know, with someone else, because someone might not see, you know, the person <laughs> coming from that side of the road or whichever. So,
1: I don't know, I, that is not necessary. I think my driving was more, me driving is more of a fear. But now, I'm slightly better now, it progressively gets over it, mm. but it's not still mm-hmm. there. I think it will always be there, that anxious feeling I get.
0: Hmm.
1: Till I'm like really, 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 really comfortable. I also feel like I might be too scared to get too comfortable. Mm. Because I don't want to be too comfortable and then make mistakes, you know? Mm. Anyway, but I think that's my, oh, that's one of my, it's, it's an r- irrational fear. It's my fear of death. I think that's probably the reason why.
0: I don't really, I don't really think if that's an irrational fear. It is
1: an irrational fear. It's considered irrational fear because there's no way to avoid it. Everyone is going to die. That's why it's an irrational fear. Like, it is mm. unavoidable. Literally.
0: <laughs> that's sadly a, to say.
1: Sadly to say, that's the only thing in life that you will be certain of. Mm. And stays. that's why it's an irrational fear. So,
0: yeah so on that note (laughs) note, see mine is a bit more serious than yours (laughs) Mine's so laughable
1: but i i think mine mine it just all stems from anxiety of maybe it all just correlates to me being afraid of death (laughs) maybe i don't i don't know sure let's say that
0: (laughs) but in any case so in next week's episode we will discuss childhood fears which I think would be quite interesting.
1: Yeah, I have a, that. I have a few of, and I think that is. I want to say a hundred percent, but they'd say ninety-nine point nine percent of my paranoia. It, it is formed from my paranoia. <laughs> my paranoia shapes a lot of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for this week. Please follow us on all of our social medias at
0: Zombie Chickens Podcast, and then. If you want to become a patreon please do so we are starting to create more content for patreon so check that out like subscribe um the usual shebang share with your friends and oh if you do have any suggestions of what you would like
1: to hear from us you can definitely email us our email is linked on the bottom of the episode as well as it's zombie chickens podcast At gmail.com. Not very difficult. No. No. But that's it. Cheers for years. Cheers for years.